It's another edition of Talkie Tales with Esther where we'll talk about the different trend and issues going on around, affecting us as individuals and also together as members of the society. And today I have with me a very beautiful and dynamic lady, but I'm going to leave her to introduce herself. Can we meet you properly? Hi Esther, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so my name is Umjume Dupura. I am the founder and the lead volunteer of the Pathway Initiative. And, okay. Um, besides that, I am a law student at the University of Ibado. Ibado. Yeah, first and best. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a writer. Okay. All right, so you're welcome to the show. Thank now you. you're sounding so gentle and all. <laughs> or um, this is just because you're on the show. <laughs> I think I'm a very calm person. Okay. I don't take on too much at a time. I'm not all over the place. I just I can take things one at a time. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. I'm a calm person. All right. Yes, you're very welcome to the show Thank once again. And you made mention of the fact that you have an initiative called a pad for R. Now I wanted to ask this question because we spoke off air for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm actually struck by your initiative. Was there a particular experience that led to this initiative? Did you have a particular experience? Maybe you went to school, maybe when you're in secondary school, you went to school and then you got stained, people were making jest of you, and then you just decided you felt so bad and embarrassed, or maybe what exactly happened? What led to this initiative? Okay, so it wasn't exactly a personal experience that led to this initiative. Um, when I introduced myself, I told you I was a writer. Yes, and you did. When you write, I write more prose fiction, right? When you write, you you tend to be able to relate to the experiences of another. You don't actually have to have them for you to feel the pain. Okay. It's basically called empathy. And um, when it comes to um, menstruation, I realized there were a couple of anomalies that came about menstruation in the sense that it's a very biological event. It's very normal and thereby we had to speak about menstruation in hushed tones okay um, we had code word for menstruation <laughs> yes and definitely you like okay what's wrong with you what's wrong and then with people you? don't want, to, people say don't want to say okay, their, their period cramps yes. oh, having this so aside from the basic cramps there was also the issue of okay um menstruation affecting mental health and the okay. event of pms um mood disorders etc etc i think that's what something i really face a lot apart from you know the menstrual cramps so that was it that was basically the primary thing i just knew it couldn't be normal it couldn't mm. be okay it was normalized but doesn't mean it's actually right yeah okay so um late 2020 i realized two things late 2020 that was the pandemic here yeah there was something called um the period pandemic okay um, there was lockdown basically everywhere yeah. and while relief was sent was sent to families and and things like that those reliefs did not have period care products sure hmm. those reliefs didn't have period care products and what would happen to um girls and women who had to stay at home for long periods who had to who had to basically stop working because a couple of people had economic hardship during that time what happened to them so that was just a flimsy thought it was just a passing thought but then as the year progressed you know i came to realize that there was 
period poverty. I came across the word period poverty. Yes, period poverty. You know when you talk about period poverty, you mention period poverty to someone, yeah. they are always shocked or they're always confused. Like, what, is what are you talking about? What is period poverty? But then I must also call your attention to the fact that some people actually are aware. For example, I know the story of a lady, right? She uses clothes when she's on her period. Mm -hmm. She uses clothes. And that doesn't seem hygienic enough. But she knows the consequences. She knows everything. But she still chooses to use clothes. clothes. Okay. So what what do you have to say about that? Okay, so the first thing I have to say about that is that I think it boils down to sociocultural factors. Because okay. this is Nigeria, right? And we have people who would actually use a sanitary pad and then still decide to wash them off before they throw it away. And when you say, okay, they're aware, right? I, I really do not believe that they are properly aware. They, they have probably half information. And this is because it's there's no mainstream knowledge. Like you said, you they came to your school, they gave you this, but you didn't know that your mom told you, okay, this is how it is, this is how it's that. But beyond that, we don't get in, enough information on period because it's more than just, okay, once a month, you menstruate. Um, many of these girls reached out to during the last outreach, they, they told us that, okay, they didn't know okay um how many days interval it was it's either 28 to at most 35 days and if it's more than 35 days there's an issue right? okay there's someone i came across who told me that she probably has a period probably just seven times a year wow. that's because she has long space of time and i'm and okay she's okay so she's about 19 at the moment and i asked her when she starts she said she started around 11 okay and i asked her and it's always been like this she said yeah it's always been like that and i'm like your mom knows right she told she tells me that a mom says the older she gets it will regulate itself it's been eight years and it hasn't regulated, regulated. itself wow. right we have people who have um who have anomalies during menstruation but they do not know that okay it's not normal you even have um jokes about it you have random yes. tweets about it something like how okay dysmenorrhea is dysmenorrhea is basically period cramps but it's not supposed to be that severe right mm. most times when it's this severe severe most times when there are anomalies there is definitely there's problem. definitely an health in, um, in inclination okay yes. check get yourself checked out that's it but we don't talk about it because okay it's just periods just menstruation yeah so that's that so i think that's basically they're aware but they just really do not know and when i say it boils down to social cultural factors it's a sense of okay this is nigeria and everyone okay. thinks um someone's how to get them <laughs> let's just yes. say that way and i'm not going to um discard that because you cannot just discard an entire culture's belief an entire people's belief but it, it's actually having long-term effects not just on the lady okay right not just on the lady but also on our planet now i'll explain um, for the lady who chooses to use clothes instead of sanitary pads because okay, she's probably scared, okay. right? Um, or those people who use tissues that they could flush off 
tissues could cut tissues could get into yeah. your system and I'm what's aware. next toxic shock syndrome infections etc clothes are also not sanitary enough because how do you maintain those clothes um you probably wash them and instead of drying them out in the sun the sun should kill this um, organism to you okay dry them in your room and you know you still have bacteria in them and yeah you use it the next time that's not safe enough and then for our planet for people who wouldn't just dispose of sanitary pads into you know the bin and then decide to go burn it you know it's contributing to eco waste right okay it's, it's not eco-friendly there's also this new um research has been going about that about how um period waste is affecting you know the productivity of the soil as oh well. wow yeah it's wide it's really really wide menstruation is really really wide there yes are, it there is but people but are not paying enough attention exactly we're closing it we're just making it small we're trying to shrink yes. it because of the veil the culture of silence yes. the stigma that comes with it yes it's just you know societal conditioning now we've talked about some of these problems or issues centered around menstruation or mm-hmm. period as people put it now what has your initiative been doing concerning this particular issue okay um at a pad for her primarily we're seeking to create a lasting solution to period poverty through one leveraging an online trends leveraging on the online space you know to raise awareness about menstruation okay. about period poverty and that way we get publicity to bring help to those in need so it's a two-way street basically it's not just the one thing and i'd say i decided to make it a two-way thing because i realized okay people say um oh you're giving our pads to girls why okay. are we giving our pads to girls what's the implication why is it necessary you should understand why it's necessary for us to actually get the required help for instance okay um we talked about how um these women probably do not get infor- enough information, information probably half information and then they pass it on and they pass it on and they pass it on and then they have um and then the cycle continues. The cycle continues. The cycle continues. And there's that. There's also the fact that okay, um, most people do not know that. Okay, probably one or two in ten girls miss school because they can't they afford, afford pads. So this thing, pads. you might just probably think, okay, it's just it's just three days. But three days the first month, three days the next month, three days on and on throughout six years of secondary school. You know, it's going to affect there's no way you told me that's so not education. affecting the education of the girl child right so the primary thing we did we do at a part for her is that we want to bridge the information gap between the average nigerian woman the average okay. nigerian girl and you know menstrual hygiene menstrual health information and we do that through social media okay we do that through our website okay we do that through a community newsletter all we're trying to do is we're trying to build a community of people a safe space for this women to actually talk about okay. menstruation, share tips, um, relearn, unlearn the things that okay. they've learned, and you know, relearn, relearn good factors, relearn how to actually properly manage menstruation. We also do that because um, we're trying to make noise. <laughs> we're trying to make a lot of noise. Yeah, that's very necessary. Unless people realize the implications, we will not get the required help. And if we do not get the required help, the required funding, there is no way we can reach out to the three million women and girls who suffer who from suffer poverty from. Yes. in Nigeria. So the very first thing is 
speak about the problem. We speak about the problem, we break the silence, and then from that, we raise funds. We consistently raise funds. It's never a one-off thing. It's something we plan on doing over and over and over again, whereby we can reach out to schools, we can reach out to markets, we can reach out okay. to communities. I must say you're doing a very impressive job. And now, to lighten the mood a little bit, when exactly did you start this initiative? Okay. <laughs> um, like I said earlier, um, I had it in 2020 and okay. I spoke to a couple of friends of mine, online friends. I'm like, okay, this is a problem. We spoke about it. And I'm like, okay, let's start something. We opened okay. social media pages and, you know, so you started in 2020. 2020. That was December. So we started 2021, January. January right? 2021. But we had to go off. Like, we just did one month and things weren't forthcoming. And that was because I did not exactly have the resources then. And when I say resources, I don't exactly say um, finances. Okay. Um, I'm just talking about... You're talking about manpower. Manpower. Okay. I had people who... Okay, we're just, we're, I think we're like 13 in the group at the time, but just probably four were responding. Oh. And you know, it was very difficult to manage a team, and I didn't know how to manage a team. And so that yeah, discouraged I had, you. Yeah, I had so, ideas. how old were you in 2021? Um, I was 17. You were 17? Yeah. You know what you told me about the fact that you had this the idea for this initiative when you were nine? I was I was very impressed and I was like, what what planets did you come from? That is very impressive and I must say you're doing a great job. I've been seeing your work and I must say it is very impressive. Thank you. Now, what was the reaction of your parents when you told them, Oh, I wanna start this particular initiative? Did they say, Oh, you're still a student? <laughs> is that what you went to school to do? Okay, um Country or were they supporting you and my parents are actually not like that okay i think i didn't start in 22 we started in 2021 but we did have a couple of people like they did no matter okay. power and we had to go on and hire us and 2021 was also the year that i resumed university wow but corona i'm sure a lot of people things. watching are like Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I, I, I got into school then and I realized that it was kind of difficult for me to to build that while trying to get good grades in my hundred level. Yes, we're still we're still gonna get there. Yeah. No, so I know what I did for my parents was we I didn't do anything in twenty twenty one. Okay. We just had the we just did a one month thing and we just fizzled out. So then I just decided to pick, I took a little Courses. I learned a couple of things. How to manage people. How to manage people. You know, that was basically the year that I put myself to actually learn. Learned design. I'm a writer, so content okay. creation and design and this thing. And then 2020, and then at the end of 2021, I went to the same group and I was like, um, I'm starting again. If you want to okay. join me, it's still open, open a new group and just we're just four of us and i'm like okay now four plus me that was five yeah i don't know how we're going to do but we're still we're gonna going get to it done do. we're going to get it done we're going to be having our first outreach on world of aging day okay and that was may 20 may 28th so january came and we started we just started just the five of us we did um we did it some month thing and then we decided we we're going to call for volunteers okay. so then my parents were not exactly aware and wow. I think that was because I well, you were scared. I wasn't scared including of them. telling them. Okay. I just did not tell them. They knew I was working on something, but it's okay. like they didn't know what, what it exactly. was. You have okay. your floor, just go do what you want to. 
just go do what you want to do and then i was in school at that time i wasn't exactly at home okay so yeah that was it so the only thing i had with my parents was that when are you coming home and i'm like i can't come home now i have a couple of things to work on okay. what are you doing okay well, i'm doing this i'm doing that okay doing exactly okay do you need anything that was just it so did, i think the fact was did you just let me do my thing they didn't so stop they were me. they were supportive yeah they didn't stop me. oh just wow that is actually so cool now i know for a fact that you're lost student yeah I'm lost. and being in the same field i know how stressful our task is it is because you want to have good grades i mean they always say whatever is worth doing at all is worth doing well so you want to have good grades and it is a lot you have books to read you have laws to read you have cases you have different things you have a lot of things to actually read so how do you combine school with that okay so um i feel like i haven't I, I don't see when we reach that bridge, we're going to cross it. Okay. Because like I told you, 2021, I took an IFS off the pad for her. It was just me and my studies. But the same thing, it wasn't just me and my studies. That was the year I was taking courses. I took a UIX design course. I had a full-time job as a content writer. Oh, wow. Right. So I I, I, I managed that all together. I, I just realized... It so just to be clear, to you took a UIUX course. Yeah, on design. You were creating content. Yeah, I'm a content writer. And you still were working on this initiative initiative at the time and i was also doing school wow so i just realized it had to do a lot with me planning my time planning my okay day, being organized being organized just saying okay these days are for this these days are for that these days are for this but isn't one affecting the other i think the only thing that affected was me because <laughs> i was always burnt out i was always tired i was always stressed out at the end of each day but I don't think I had one that affected the other. Wow. So I must say that I can relate a little bit to everything. Now, you talked about, you've talked about the girl child. You've talked yeah. about the fact that you've talked about spirit, poverty. You've talked about your, what your initiative is about. Mm-hmm. Basically, providing help, creating awareness. And, and having the outreaches. Having the outreaches. Do you plan on expanding your initiative? Yes, I do. Okay. Everything has to grow. Everything has to grow. If the part of her doesn't grow, how do we reach out to more people? So okay. The primary model for a part of her is the fact that I understood I wasn't doing a Ibadan thing. Because I'm an Ibadan girl. I'm not from Ibadan, but I was born and bred in Ibadan. So I knew I wasn't doing a, a Ibadan thing. I wanted something that was basically. Nigeria, the whole of Nigeria. So the way I decided okay. to build my team was that I was leveraging on the online space in the sense that we have one, at least one volunteer in each, in state. each state, right? Such that, okay, we groom these people, these people who are immersed in the goals, the vision and mission of the part for her, such that when we then want to have outreaches okay. in other states, you know, we have two to three solid members who could then source for extra volunteers who call for extra volunteers in those states who provide the um provide the needed resources materials and then we decide oh we're going to this school we're going to that school we're going to that community and then you know we go that way we can you know touch multiple places at the same time so when it comes to expansion of course we want to expand we want to begin to you know create this um period care product on our own such okay. that okay we can reach out to more girls we can reach out to them with this thing this thing that actually 
expensive. Yes, they are. It's expensive. And it's more of a The rise in dollar is... And the rise in dollar is also yes, affecting that. So we want to be able to do something whereby we can... Nothing is going to stop us from, you know, actually having access to this product to give okay. this girl. So that's it. It's not a... We do not want to do a donation kind of thing. We want to do something right. We can, we can, we can constantly have these products available. Okay. Either we make them ourselves, okay, we get them from, or you teach people, or we teach people how to, how make, them. to make them. That's it. okay. Now off the air, you told me the fact that your last outreach, you went to four different states. We went to three different. States. Oh, three different states. Yeah. Now and that was in Austria. Lagos and Ibado. Now that is in Southwest, yeah. West, right? And now you'd agree with me that people would need this more in the northern parts of the country. So what are your plans towards that? So um, I'd say we did Southwest first because it was our very first outreach. We hadn't done anyone ever. Okay. So it was our very first outreach and testing the waters if you'd agree with me because we had okay. to, how to manage this how to manage that so yeah i agree with you that people want to listen more right in the northern part of the country but i cannot just you know send people there do i know anybody in the northern part of the country right now probably just one person okay and he's even a he and is not exactly on my team so i believe as a brand a part for her has to create enough value okay now i'll explain what i mean by enough value because when you create value for yourself when you create value for an enterprise people would want to partner with that value okay i'll give you a very lucid example when we started we're just um five i told you right and then so how many are you after now? working after working for two months creating value we called a couple volunteers we had 44 people who wanted to join it oh we wow. screened them and realized we can't take everybody we screened them some of them were not exactly we we don't create um what you needed they weren't exactly, exactly, exactly what, what you needed. needed so i just took half that figure took the after figure because a couple of other people we're 30 at the moment in the next few months we're going to call for volunteers again, again. and but what we've done people eat up eat us up on our social media pages i'd like to volunteer people tell me okay this person says she wants to volunteer we're not calling for volunteers yet but you know the more we call for volunteers the more we expand you know it's it's going to get easier to go to you know, those states where people actually need it more it's okay. going to get easier to actually get sponsors partnership and funding Wow, this has been a very educative moment for me and people watching and listening out there. Thank you so much for coming on the show. But before you, you go, what do you have to say to an average girl child suffering from period poverty in Nigeria? Um, first, I'd like to say I'm sorry because <laughs> okay. um, you shouldn't have to go through that. I know how uncomfortable periods can be and the list on your mind. The least problem you should have is, you know, not being able to access this period products. So, um, I'd just like to say that help is coming. <laughs> That's okay. just if it doesn't come from me, it's going to come from another initiative. Help is coming, and hopefully, sometime you have a better Nigeria whereby, okay, this thing becomes a necessary product. It's necessary, it's essential, and you know, it's free for you. Okay, thank you again for coming on the show.
Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed watching the show. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms at Talk It Out with Esther Lisa. Until next time, bye for now.